0: Real News welcome everyone to the tour says show i'm your host tour how are you guys doing this was a really insane weekend a lot happened a lot was said uh suddenly uh you know we're starting to see more clearly but uh we here on the tour show we've been hearing it all along right main problems are stemming out of where our state department and we see that now with the alleged anonymous sources again of the new york times first uh, from the international office we add ambassador admiral harris leak that kim jong-un is gone hence why his sister's everywhere. Uh, So he leaked that. And then we had Molly Fee start spewing rubbish in regards to the Russians paying the Taliban. Are we insane? First of all, it's like saying the Greeks are paying the Turks to do something. Mortal enemies. Right? There was the Russian Jihad. Let's not forget, the Russian Jihad was funded by the United States back in the 80s so that we could take out the Soviet Union. Remember, that was the first assignment. Osama bin Laden had, But, you know, then we changed his name to Osama bin Laden so that paperwork can get buried, you know, the usual spiel. So today I thought it would be great to start it up with a song that can get our blood pumping, uh, just like uh, we saw in St. Louis, residents did uh, over the weekend when people trespassed and, you know, the media said they had every right to. So... As uh, we begin today's show, I thought we'd start it with an oldie that's really good and quite fitting for the time today Uh, in respects to the heat that we're feeling when it comes to our freedom. Police! definitely on. A lot of us are getting together soon. Um, I'm going to have like a really amazing meeting in the next few days with uh, the guy who actually created ShadowNet. We're going to meet up and hang out and exchange notes and possibly with the others in our little underground room. Um, And we're all pooling together because up until... Uh, The gates swing wide open after Labor Day. You know, you got to buckle up because it's going to be a pretty wild ride until November. So what we have to do is ensure... That the right information is going forward because it's all about information being used against everyone. And you know, the song is actually very fitting huh? because it was during the 80s and during the 90s that we were distracted, that they were able to get the foundations laid in order to deploy it in the 90s. They started rolling it out in the 90s, their big plan. Their big plan. It's always been there. Always has from the beginning. From the beginning. From the minute before that ink went dry. On that Declaration of Independence, they were already planning how to dismantle us in a different way. And, uh, you know, we see that now. In retrospect, we see it. We see how big tech is coming out with their teeth. And shamelessly, of course. We're seeing the rule of law being broken down completely. We're seeing fear porn coming into perspective again. And we see the race-baiting, the adamant, attempts for the media to divide us uh here cnn doing a really great job yesterday trying to increase the racial division but i'll answer her question of why harriet tubman isn't on the 20 bill yet
1: being an executive order tonight to
0: protect national monuments including confederate statues the president tweeting
2: long prison terms for these lawless acts against our great country But why is he focusing on protecting Confederate symbols while pushing back the release of Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? It's worth noting that a $20 bill was the reason why police confronted George Floyd in the first place.
1: Wouldn't now be a good time to give that bill a new look?
0: Right. Uh, They confronted him for a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. So that means what we have to do is put Harriet Tubman on it like right now. That's going to fix everything. Well, let me tell you something. First things first, our coins are no longer in circulation. Whatever coins are out there, the mint is not printing any more coins. And that is the first step. I've I've, I've told you in December how things are going to change after President Trump's reelection. So number 1, you're not going to be able to find change. You know where else we saw this? I'm just saying, uh Canada. So I'll tell you how I saw this in Canada. So I went to Winnipeg uh maybe a year or two ago and um I arrived really late at, uh, late at night, uh went through a drive-through McDonald's to get some fries for my kids. Um got myself a Coke and started to head out, you know, to to head to the hotel, check in, etc. Anyway, When I go through, uh, the, you know, the drive through, I had Canadian plastic money with me. I handed it over and they were supposed to give me, I think it was like, um, a dollar seventy cents. Instead, they gave me two, two dollars. And I'm like, Hey, uh, you gave me too much. They're like, Yeah, we don't, we don't do small coins anymore. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That was two years ago in Canada. And that's because digital currency is being pushed. We're seeing that now with coronavirus. They're claiming that they don't want your cash because it might have cooties on it. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I couldn't hold that back. I I couldn't say it with a straight face. Um, uh, But now we're seeing that the mint is no longer printing coins. And uh, this uh, came to my attention Uh, when I actually went to a gas station, I went to a gas station and I wanted to get some quarters. Um, I have a thing for like, uh, you know, traditions, I guess, call me a sucker. But, um, there's a supermarket that has, uh, still these like toys that you get with quarters out. So when I went to the gas station, filled up with gas, bought my cigarettes, I was like, Hey, could you give me like, um, you know, eight quarters? He was like, yeah, sorry, we're kind of tight on change because the bank doesn't have much coin to give us. So unless it's for your change, we don't do it. It's like, what? Hmm. Then a couple days later, I see online someone saying, hey, have you seen these signs on the 7-Eleven saying either you're paying by card or you better have exact change because we don't have coins? Yeah. So this is step one. This is happening while none of us are paying attention because we're so used to this whole digital currency Thing, you know, we saw Nancy Pelosi try to push it, uh, with the coronavirus assistance bill, uh, to not give people money because people that don't have jobs because of coronavirus or need assistance are supposed to be on, uh, you know, funny money. Uh, uh what did she call it? Digital, digital, um, how did she coin it? She said digital, um, Credits. There we go. Uh, digital credits on a specific card that would equate to dollars. It's like, So now she's telling people they're not good enough for cash either. So raise baiting money. I just thought I'd bring that up. You know, the raise baiting has been going on for a while, right? We know this. Uh Tons of it is going on. Uh, they're constantly pushing on it. I mean, we have, you know, these insane people on CNN and even that dude Maddo talking, saying things that make absolutely no sense, right? Uh, you know, Maddo yesterday was coming out talking about Russia. We're going to talk about that too. But what you need to understand is, is that... The most valuable thing that a human being has is is their thoughts, right? And your thoughts are manifested in how you respond. Now, I want you guys to think back to a time, any time in your life, either recent or past, how some people would be like, oh my gosh, how could you say that? And you're just like, what? And then they like reject you. And they're like, we're totally not hanging out with you because you said that, okay? Okay. And you know, and you felt gutted, so you watched what you said and just went along with it, or you kind of nod and smile like right so funny story. Um, I was out yesterday uh, I went to the the West Side market here to go get you know some food and there was a guy there who was, uh, you know, chatting me up, right? He was totally chatting me up at the meat counter. And I was like, wait a minute, I've seen this dude before. So um, he was like, yeah, you know, um, this lamb is like this. You know, he was totally coaxing me over meat. I mean, speaking to my heart, I like food, right? And I like to cook. So anyone that follows my Instagram knows it's politics, my cat, and food. And... Um, and I thought to myself, I'm really good at remembering faces. What do I remember? Why do I remember this guy? And he's like, oh, so, uh, you know, Phoebe was laughing. Like, oh, my gosh, my mom's getting hit on. And um, he was like, oh, I totally love your number to go out. And I was like, wait a minute. Were you at the protest? He goes, yeah. I was like, yeah. So why were you at the protest if you were just sitting here telling the other guy it's all BS and that – it's um something to control people and it's not really about black lives I just heard you say that to that guy and he was kind of like oh yeah you know I I just had to go because all my friends went and I was like yeah so this is where we don't yeah I don't he's like uh, may I and I was like yeah I don't have a phone <laughs> and I'm clearly holding on to my phone <laughs> in my hands. See, and and you have to wonder. My daughter was like, "Oh my gosh, mom, why did you do that?" And it's like, "Um, you know, people need to understand that they should stand their ground. I'm sorry, right? Um, but it's primal. Okay, I I want people to understand because I I, I get frustrated too at humans that just go along with things and you know don't stand for what's correct. But I want you guys to know there was a there was a concept uh, back in the '60s that we have one mind, but it's made up of three brains. For me, I think we have one mind and it's made up of four brains. uh, The fourth brain being that of your gastrointestinal system. Um, I've said that before uh, because it is actually an autonomous nerve. Nervous system. That's why when they say trust your gut, I mean, I would trust it because it's like its own brain. Like, literally, separate from the brain, it actually works, you know, to help you digest and, you know, how you feel and whatever. It's a different nervous system, I'm just telling you. So, I think it's four. So, how they broke it down is that there's the <clears throat> homo sapien brain which is like the part where you're like oh i'm thinking executive functioning the ability to um you know verbalize your thoughts uh conscious uh, you know uh, that you're self-aware etc then you have the mammalian part which is like you know um implicit memory um you know language emotion um how you express that emotion sensory, right stuff like that right and then you have your reptilian brain, which is your basal ganglia, your brainstem, your instinctive responses. Now I want you to think of it like the brainstem, just so you know, is like at the base of your skull. And, um, that's where, uh, your breathing and your cardiac rhythm are regulated. So, for example, I've, I've seen it before when I was in med school. Someone get hit by a car and they have brain swelling, right? So, what do you do? You tap a hole into the skull to let the pressure out. Why? Because if it press, presses on the brain stem, the person will never recover. Why? Because if the brain stem, which is autonomous, it works on its own, right, is faltered, the person will never be able to breathe again, never be able to have a heartbeat again, things like that. The things that are independent that you just do. And you know, you don't think when you breathe, you're not like, Oh, every time I take a breath, I think about it. No, you don't. It just happens. So the reptilian brain, that's the instinctive response. Now, Let's take it back a couple of millions of years ago, per se, if you're one that believes that we evolved out of nothing, I'll say we were transplanted here anyway, and upgraded, whatever. And here we are, where you're in a group of people, and you're wearing like animal skin to cover your privates. The men go out hunting, the women cook, you know, they have babies or some women go hunting and some men stay behind and cook, whatever, and tend to the babies, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, you say something like, oh, you know, so-and-so's like, I don't know, weird. And they're like, oh my gosh, totally not your friend. So they kick you out of the tribe. What happens? You're like exiled. You're like out, in the wilderness by yourself and what's going to happen to you? You're going to get eaten, right? Uh, so your primitive instinct is to be like, yep, I'm going to shut up. Nope, she's totally cool. Everybody's cool. I'm just going to shut my mouth now. That is an innate response we have. We have the primal instinct to uh, feel that in order to survive, we must stay in a group. The minute you acknowledge that, the minute you understand why your initial response is to appease the other person. But let's not forget, there's no more woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, or, you know, animals out there that can kill you right now. Um, They wouldn't make it five seconds on your sidewalk. So, Well, they probably would, but you know what I mean. They'd get caught, shot, something. But think about it. This primitive instinct is what the mainstream media is tapping into. They're really smart. They're tapping into that part they do just can't help. Kind of like when someone hits you on the knee, it jerks. It's a reflex, just like it is a reflex uh, to uh, want to appease the crowd so that you don't get exiled, right? So it's unnecessary right now for Anybody to feel that way. Uh, It is 2020 and saber tooths are extinct, and you're not going to get pounded by some woolly mammoth, and you're not going to freeze, you know, under a tree wearing only a fig leaf. Um, And you don't have to go hunting anymore. You go to Walmart. So, uh, this is what we need to acknowledge to take away the power that they have taken from you because the ultimate goal here is to own you and how do they own you by owning your thoughts? because then they can manipulate your vote and they can manipulate you so you can keep paying them. So this is why anyone who thinks to the contrary uh, uh, goes against to what the mainstream media says is completely opposed. If you remember, two days ago, he was tweeted out, Russians paid, you know, Taliban. I was one of the first people to say, so I retweeted Rick Grinnell's tweet saying I never heard it. I was like, you got to be real stupid to think that Russia is going to pay the Taliban. Like out of all people, the Taliban. You've got to be real dumb. And it's like, even the, the right media was like, oh, you know, Russia this. And it's like, wait a minute okay, so I guess these people are reporters and really don't understand geopolitics because they're just as bad. They are controlled by this flow of information that is coming from them. So, you know, there's just a handful of corporations that own the majority of our mainstream media, right? Right? And they have a huge influence. Like the right never wants to get off the message. They want to stay with it, but show an opposing side or pretend to. So, you know, how do you know when the news is trustworthy? How do you know uh, that the news is, you know, independent and, you know, not biased? Oh, Some people will say, well, if they can criticize President Trump, then they're not biased either for the left or the Right. BS. Anyone who criticizes Teflon Don, who is the one man literally against the world, is not your friend. It's all for an illusion and to make you think that, um, oh, I'm impartial. And I totally don't. Nobody is impartial ever. And you can't be impartial to freedom and to be on the right side of history. I don't care who you think you are. That's the way it is. Fact has now become fiction. Fiction has now become, f- I mean, we've been saying this for how long? And, you know, and they're manifesting these boxes that we're supposed to fit in, yet they're advocating to not stick people in boxes. You know, they've put us into a position when we're so busy with our life, uh, paying our rent, mortgage, bills, food, water, uh, take care of our children, clothe ourselves, you know, now. now. Now we have to worry about arming ourselves. Hello. I can't wait for my conceal and carry. So it's like, you know, what have they done? They're doing that to keep you in that specific position they want in order to ensure that you are not able to do your own research. Think how many people, right, are more. Susceptible to believe those that have a massive, you know, support network and following boy, they believe them like anything and they spew the most rubbish. Again, going back to the to the primal instincts, the reason people, you know, approve majority or, you know, what the mainstream point is or what everybody oh well so many people believe that COVID nineteen is like totally deadly and real. I gotta believe it too. You know, why? Why are they trying to dominate the message why are they doing this because they're playing on the fact that they know biology you know the thing that they've been throwing out the window saying doesn't exist yeah biology which is that your instinct will have you comply with what the group says so that way you are not exiled you will not have a job you will be canceled cancel culture right cancel culture that's the new one you're getting canceled period so this is what is happening all of this all of this is highly coordinated. I mean, the first six months of 2020 have been a historian's wet dream. Like, oh, wonder what it would be like to live during the Great Depression and stuff. Well, hey, no longer wondering. And someone yesterday reminded me about the <laughs> the killer hornets. So we got killer hornets. We have the Dust Bowl, right? The Sub-Saharan the Saharan you know sand flying in here we got the great depression right the stock market crashed the Spanish flu again reminding you the only reason it was called the Spanish flu it was because the Spaniards were the only ones reporting it because they weren't in world war one because the flu supposedly existed in all the other... funny how that happens right? it's like history repeating itself it's because we already forgot so we've lived a historian's wet dream and the only thing left is aliens or the second coming of Jesus at this point. But they haven't finished yet. They still haven't are Uh, ready to go. So um, after this short break, uh, we'll continue on talking about how the mainstream media is manipulating our news and, you know, begin talking about this false Russia-Taliban narrative. It's pretty insane. And there's a reason and a method behind their madness. All right, welcome back, everyone. So, how right was I about Laura Loomer being Congressman Loomer? Can't wait to be in DC next year. I can't wait. Um, You know, I've totally hired myself. I've self crowned myself as, hey, I'm going to be down there looking at all the legislation, all the loopholes. Let's do this. Uh, So, uh, that's happening. So, if you guys have, you know, a dollar, five dollars, any dollars to spare. Throw it Laura Loomer's way. Uh, I have a story actually that's going to be coming out about Lois Frankel. So I'm kind of like on the fence. Do I just publish it? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of how I want to put it out there. And it's going to be after the 4th of July, of course. Because during this time period, man, you guys, I'll have uh, Patrick Berge alive with me, uh, the inventor of ShadowNet. I can't wait to just hang out with him. I think he hates smokers, so this is going to be totally fun. Imagine. The guy that created a network that was supposed to be a depiction, a technological depiction of what... I kind of ran. That's pretty awesome. So I'm excited about it. So uh, before we get into more of what's to come, because I've already uh, kind of insinuated, uh, is that the right word? I already told you. How's that? That's better. I want to listen to this dude, Matto, for a second and listen to how they say that Russia is paying bounties to kill U.S. troops. U.S. Intel says
3: Trump is mum. Okay, (laughs) listen. Secretly offered Afghan militants bounties to kill U.S. troops. This is is sort of stunning. Here's the lead. Uh, American intelligence officials have concluded that a Russian military intelligence unit secretly offered bounties to Taliban-linked militants for killing coalition forces in Afghanistan, including targeting American troops. Amid the peace talks to end the long-running war there, according to officials briefed on the matter, the U.S. concluded months ago that the Russian unit had covertly offered rewards for successful attacks last year. Islamist militants or armed criminal elements closely associated with them are believed to have collected some bounty money. The official said 20 Americans were killed in combat in Afghanistan in 2019 last year, but it was not clear which killings were under suspicion intelligence finding was briefed to president trump and the white house's national security council discussed the problem at an interagency meeting in late march according
0: okay so listen to what they're saying russia's upset with americans so they're paying afghans talibans right to kill americans because they're upset that the afghan war is going to just, just listen to the insanity this dude is pushing listen
3: according to these officials Officials developed a menu of potential options, starting with making a diplomatic complaint to Moscow and a demand that it stop, along with an escalating series of sanctions and other possible responses. But despite having created that menu of potential options for the president, quote, the White House has yet to authorize any step. The officials did not explain the White House delay in deciding how to respond to the intelligence about Russia. Yeah, raise your hand if you think you might be able to explain that delay from the White House.
0: I will because there isn't anything. Hey, hands are up, dude. Um, you know, this, this, oh, like, ooh, her face, his face, whatever, he, she, it, whatever, face. Seriously, though. Seriously, though, let's take a trip down memory lane, how there was a Russian jihad that we pushed in. Then you know what? What happened to that war? Do you guys know what happened? Stalemate. The Russians pulled out. The Afghanis pulled out. Do you know why? Because we were no longer funding. We were no longer funding the muhajidin insurgency that was led by usama bin laden right that we trained and put in there so until 1992 there was still a battle going around so now right even though they're at war still right they're still at war right and they hate each other because they've slaughtered each other right the sunnis they just went in there and just Uh, we have the media now telling us that now the Russians are like, yeah, here's some money, kill them. They don't need to be in Afghanistan. They need to go. That's so dumb. Like the Taliban would totally do that, right? This is how dumb they believe the people are. And obviously the news they are pushing are pretty much going to dumb years sorry if you don't like it but if you believe that you're stupid because history is telling you something completely different our declassified documents tell you completely different yet apparently uh the russians are now siding with them now let's hear how rachel maddow with this made-up intelligence is telling you how it's working out with these bounties
3: from russia i mean this is a this is jaw-dropping this is like kind of sickening news right it even is, for those of us who
0: it is to think that you really think this is true like where are these people what reality are they in i mean we had beyonce call out for action miss queen bay sitting in her castle i would like to see the protesters march down her way and tell her how they feel about her
3: privilege whose, whose jaws are already sprained um, from having dropped so far and so frequently this summer i mean if this times report is correct This means that U.S. intelligence has concluded that Vladimir Putin is offering bounties for the scalps of American soldiers in Afghanistan. Not only offering, offering money to people who kill Americans, but some of the bounties that Putin has offered have been collected you know what's
0: funny? It's so funny because this report comes out as Molly Fee is heading into Afghanistan with this new international office from the Department of State send off to Afghanistan. Tons of people just went there. And you have to think, oh, this is just a coincidence that we're having these special leaks come out of, of Russia uh, offering to pay uh you know the Taliban. I mean, Putin was was shocked. That's baseless the US he's totally totally denounced everything he said that's crazy why would they pay afghan militants to kill u.s troops that's dumb in fact russia wants the u.s troops to leave because then if they really wanted to retake their territory in afghanistan totally easy so tell me again how any of this reporting makes sense any of it like why would they do that you know, NATO to kill NATO troops in the US. So it says the reports are the US alleges the US didn't allege anything. The New York Times alleged this. Why are people around the world claiming that our administration said that Russia bounties were placed on US troops? This is a lie. See, here they are talking about rubbish that they shouldn't and making it news when it's not they're saying that there was an assassination attempts in Europe uh, before and they uh, offered alleged bounties last year <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious this is the stuff they're saying they're threatening diplomats um, um, at Taliban it, it's just it's just it's just so dumb I, I just I can't I can't this is blatant these are blatant lies, right? The New York Times and you know Amazon, Washington Post is alleging that the U.S. said this. Nobody in the U.S. said this. None, nobody did. And Russia is backing the thought that it's completely baseless, makes absolutely no sense. Yet here we go with this dude again.
3: Meaning the Russians at least believe that their offering cash to kill Americans has actually worked to get some Americans killed. The Russians at least believe, if these bounties have been paid out, that the people to whom they have offered this money have successfully gone out and killed American soldiers because of it, and the Russians have therefore paid for that service. And President Trump was told about this in March. (laughs)
0: You mean in March, you wanted to start up the new Russia collusion theory, but you know, your coronavirus was kind of successful because they needed to do this. And I will break down once again, what the big plot is, what the big thing here is. And we've talked about it before. This is a scam. All of these, this historian wet dream that we've been living these first six months is every single card they have, they've played. So now they're just banking on idiots that are listening to people like this dude, Matto, right? That believe these things, that don't know anything about history, don't know anything about geopolitics. I mean, there was even a senator that said, anybody who knows anything about geopolitics knows this makes absolutely zero sense. Zero sense. It's, it's just so bizarre that anyone would believe that this is a real thing. That <laughs> Take a listen to um, This Morning uh, with Maria Baratomo. Take a listen to this.
1: And member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee and House Judiciary Committee, Guy Reschenthaler. And Congressman, it's good to see you this morning. Uh, what are Maria, your committees morning. doing about this?
4: Well, let me just say that if if this is true, we need to get to the bottom of it and hold Russia accountable. But, Maria, anybody that knows anything about geopolitics in the region knows this is probably not accurate. The Russians are not friends of the Taliban. They fought for years in Afghanistan. Also, Russia is not exactly flush with cash right now since petroleum has has hit really low uh, numbers. So I find it very suspect. It's also incredibly politically convenient. And, Maria, I've read this book before I think I know how it ends. It's some low-level, unelected bureaucrat that is not that thinks he or she is on to something, the information is not credible, and instead of working through the chain of command, that low-level bureaucrat then runs to the New York Times or the Washington Post, and the mainstream media, the liberal media, takes it up to damage the administration. So I'd be willing to bet that that scenario is much more likely than the scenario that the mainstream media is running with, which, again is just the damage of the president
1: unbelievable you know this is really getting old congressman i mean this president's entire term has been dominated by investigations so much so that many of you and your colleagues and i'm not not blaming you specifically but uh, the congress has ignored so many important things like china eating our lunch and the national security issues. I mean, there are show hearings, basically, uh, in some of these committees. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler reportedly planning to subpoena Attorney General William Barr Thursday following the ouster of the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. I spoke with committee member, your colleague, Doug Collins, on Sunday Morning Futures. And Collins took Democrats to task for these kinds of hearings over the past several years. Watch this. You've had no hearings on national security and China, and China has been eating our lunch, stealing intellectual property regularly for decades, and it has only picked up speed in the last two years. What have you been focused your time on, Congressman? How many hearings have you had on investigating Trump?
5: Oh, uh, More than I can count. I mean, it, the, the thing about it is, is Chairman Nadler it, seemed obsessed from day one with just simply going after his, his old uh, countermate, uh, Donald Donald Trump who at the time when he knew him in New York and now is president it was like all I want to do is get at uh, President Trump we've done nothing but have hearings remember Muriel, let's go back take each other back in time we started off with the acting Attorney General Whitaker he thought that was one of the most important hearings we could have had to start last year and then it rolled into the Mueller report it rolled into Barr being asked to come in and then he blew up that and then you know Steve Cohen and others you know making fun bringing fried chicken to hearings this is what we've been doing in the Judiciary Committee we've been having show hearing after show hearing
0: you mean circuses. Yes, circuses. But anybody and their mother will tell you that, uh, you know, that this uh, whole uh, Russia paying uh, jihadis of Taliban to <laughs> take out Americans is BS. Take a listen to how Fox News reports it.
6: Corrupt Joe was shot. Uh, the president just at the beginning of our program deleted this tweet under uh, sharp criticism, Molly. Journalists are kind of in, uh, depicting this as endorsing racism.
7: Well, this is a great example of media being factual without being accurate. Not that it's a tweet that he should have tweeted or put up. It appeared to show someone sarcastically responding to someone accusing him of holding these, uh, this individual of holding these views by sarcastically saying he did and this is something where this is a very big issue right now and we need the media to really do a good job rather than provoke racial conflict. You have a lot of people advocating hatred toward white people or you have responses like this and it needs to be very careful. I think the media seem to want to provoke conflict rather than to uh, remind people that this is a wonderful country where people get along very well and where we um, we are the best country in the world on some of these things.
6: But, Jessica, the president, as I said, uh, deleting this tweet after the only black Republican senator, Tim Scott, told CNN this was indefensible and should take it down. But as far as the, the media making a big deal out of it, it's the president who put this into play with the tweet. He kind of handed the press a story.
2: Yeah, he's his worst enemy enemy when it comes to social media. And we've seen that time and time again. He also doesn't seem to pay a lot of attention to the things that he is tweeting. We've seen this when the anti-Semitic tropes end up on his Twitter account, Don Jr.'s as well, his son. And then they play dumb about it. Oh, what are you talking about? I didn't know that that was anti-Semitic. The president needs to be the adult in the room. It's clear that he can't handle that. Um, Someone needs to take his phone away. We've been discussing that for years at this point. Um, But for Molly to say, oh, they they didn't get the death of this it was sarcasm white power is never a joke and for molly to say oh this is a country where we all get along i don't know what country molly's living in at this moment when you
0: look at it, what right. what is happening hold on hold the streets on, hold on, after the hold murder on, of george hold on, hold
6: on. floyd hold on okay hold on please molly i gotta give you 10 seconds to respond
0: wait george floyd i mean they didn't remember was it greg was it robert <laughs> remember how they don't even know his
7: name no, I'm just saying that the accurate story about America is one where it is the most free and wonderful and prosperous country for people of all races. And that's the story that needs to be told rather than hyping conflict that people have. Yes, human nature is bad and there will be bad instances, but we don't want to neglect the overarching story of right. why so many people love this country and want to come here.
6: All right. Well, I'm glad the president deleted the tweet. Molly Hemingway, Jessica Tarloff, Griff Jenkins, thanks very much.
8: Do not underestimate the significance of the Bolton affair. This is not just a short-term swamp story that'll soon... Be-
0: yeah, I don't know how that hijacked my feed right there. Hmm, okay, Steve Hilton, Bolton's old news. Now, I wanted to talk just a little bit more about this Russia hoax. Uh, So apparently um, uh, Catherine Herridge, who's been pretty much on top of things, says that um, NSASS's report does not match well-established verifiable Taliban and Haqqani practices and lacks sufficient reporting to corroborate any links between Russians and Taliban. So the official said the intelligence collection report reached low-levels National Security Council, but not further, not brief to POTUS or VP because it was deemed uncorroborated and dissent intelligence community. So here is the NSA. IG Stork needs to get fired. Why is Storch still the IG of the NSA? Hello. Remember, Obama appointed him right before he left. Something completely unprecedented that the outgoing president on November 30th would nominate the first ever presidentially appointed NSA director, uh, IG, NSA, IG, sorry, IG of the NSA, which was not done by the McCain, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) clan, (laughs) but instead it was pushed to President Trump because obviously he can't keep his eyes on everything and he had the wrong people by his side telling him what to do. Listen, the bottom line is they want us to hate Russia because Russia is the only nation on the planet without debt. And the debt is a very important factor because I've told you this, all of this COVID, all of this stuff that we're seeing going on, the statues being torn down, they want you divided by religion, by sex, by political affiliation, by class, by race, by everything under the sun. They want you angry. They want you so pissed that you can't see because when you're divided, you are easily picked off the grid and divided. You are no threat to any of them. That is the fact that is the way they've been operating for decades. Let me not say eons, right? So here is how you see their roadmap to where they're going. I mean, they, try, they did this when they took down the Roman Empire uh, by weaponizing religion and then using that to divide people, if you remember correctly. This is uh, how we're going to move forward. What we have to do is use the next couple weeks, the next eight weeks, to unify. That's all we need to do is unification. And we need to rise up, to meet the challenges that are going to be coming after Labor Day swiftly. Because it's after Labor Day that these floodgates are going to pop open. You're going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. Damn, 2020. Do you know how many people are going to be having those emojis smashing 2020? Smashing 2020. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, uh, listen, There's, the, the, the reason this whole Russia thing, and this is where we're going to talk money, in the next hour, right? This whole Russia thing is about debt. Remember, Russia has a surplus. Russia doesn't have debt. So you have people like this dude, Matto telling you how much Russia is bad because Russia is kind of aligning against the... Has always been aligning against the globalists. Stubborn, as always. Take a listen.
3: And he has done nothing. Nothing about it. He was given... What did they describe it as? A menu a menu of possible responses. And so far he has chosen off the menu that he'll have none of it. Thank you. He'll do nothing.
0: Remember how Rachel Maddow was sent to court for lying and she said that her show is not news, it's entertainment. So she got off. Yeah. Just remember that while you're listening to this dude who I thoroughly enjoyed watching cry, cry when President Trump was elected, cried. So cried. And you know what really, really uh, makes me sick? is thinking that Rosie O'Donnell tunes in to Matto foaming
3: at the mouth. Seriously. Ugh. I mean, there are, there are 20 American families grieving today, grieving right now, because they're American soldier. Their dad or mom or son or daughter or brother or sister was killed in combat in Afghanistan in the past. Wait a minute, she cares about the troops now? Last year. Imagine you're a member of one of those families, and you have just found out that Russia may have paid for the death of your loved one. Cash money paid as a reward for killing an American soldier.
0: Well, how do the families of the soldiers feel when their members of their family were killed by Iranians and Barack Hussein Obama sent them a plane full of cash of $1.6 billion in unmarked bills, mind you, out to them? How do they feel about it? Or how do they feel that Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Clinton and the Bushes bought these really nice houses in the same neighborhood, literally neighbors, with George Soros in Qatar, who is funding all of these actions— Tell me again. I'm sorry.
3: She cares about soldiers how? Imagine that American soldier was a member of your family. And now you know from this reporting in The New York Times, which has since been confirmed by The Wall Street Journal, that not only does the president know that Russia was paying for American soldiers' deaths,
0: Yep, and now we know that that's not true. So, can she take this back? No, because it's an entertainment show. And she just says all this. He says all this, whatever you want to call him it, uh, you know, because they're an entertainment show, not news. Said so in the court. Document says so, period. So, where are we at? We're at the point where they're just lying, lying, lying. And people are like, well, why are they lying so much? Why would they lie? Because they want to separate every single american they want us to be scared of each other not to come in contact oh dear don't come in contact because you might get coronavirus now i wanted to say something on the whole coronavirus uh karen thing quickly so i have a karen in my building the woman is terrified to like walk out like if someone is in the elevator holding bay which is massive right it's at least you know uh, an, an area of you know 800 square feet where the elevators are on each floor uh, she walks around the hallways to avoid people and then she tells everyone that they have to wear a mask no one is she wears gloves and then she self hugs herself like one of those uh, you know psychiatric uh, moves that you do and they're actually quite self soothing uh, if you hug yourself and tap your shoulders you can um, regulate your breathing when you're anxious or upset it actually works and you see her doing that in the elevator just to mess with <laughs> yesterday um, I actually passed by and saw her in the. Elevator. I was like oh my gosh are you okay let me let me come and help you she was like get away okay I'm super bad I was just feeling a little bit evil um, and that was wrong of me because I should I, I actually felt really bad um, you know I left a little um, cactus plant in front of her door as an apology and I said sorry for terrifying you at the elevator I actually felt bad but I'm still laughing about it so that makes me kind of evil too you know I, I'm struggling with it uh, because you know it's like how do these people wake up in the morning how do they live uh, knowing that they're uh, believing a lie that they're going to die within an instant if they come in contact with another human being. Uh, this is exactly what they want. They want us to be, um, you know, unpersoned with the masks so we don't see anyone. And psychology tells you that the first thing people look at when you talk to them is your mouth. Um, and not to see if you have pearly whites or anything, but just to see your micro expressions. That is how you knew if someone was an enemy, right? This is how you know if a dog likes you or not. What do you look at? Whoa. Are they bearing teeth? Are they smiling? Are they calm? Right? Micro expressions. You don't know that because that's the reptilian part of your brain that's working. So if you can cover that area of the face, it's a lot easier for someone to unperson you, to not consider you human anymore, to deface you. And we've talked about that evil children's case on how they threw paint on a baby when they were dismembering it. So. Um, and keep that in mind while you're out and about and you see people with masks in their cars. Uh, even though we want to make fun of them, and yes, we do, uh, we should feel bad because they are fellow human beings that are just terrified of their own shadow. And I would hate to live like that. I'll see you guys shortly, right after this break. News. All right, welcome back, everyone. Okay, so still Monday, still June 29th. This is the second hour. And I thought I'd start off with some really weird TMZ article that I saw. And it's just like, Were they asking for this guy to be locked up for, you know, foreign, uh, you know, enemy combatants? So apparently there's a protester that's going to sue LAPD because he claims that, uh, you know, a rubber bullet that the cops shot out, uh, you know, almost killed him and he lost the testicle. First of all, kind of funny that he's protesting and has a testicle. Second... The dude isn't even American. He's actually a well-known South African ad-apartheid activist. And, you know, his name is Bradley Stain. Guess who his attorney is? Oh, roll, please. It's Lisa Bloom. (laughs) So the TMZ article actually has pictures of him with, um, you know, gauze all over his private parts. (laughs) And they had to... (laughs) I'm sorry I shouldn't laugh because he's in pain see I shouldn't laugh I shouldn't laugh at all he flew all the way from South Africa to get a testicle lost by a rubber bullet in America because he felt he needed to protest Black Lives Matter you know coming from South Africa where South Africa was actually the Danish slaughtering the black Africans and residing there and then the black Africans are actually slaughtering all the whites but he's coming to America to defend uh, black Americans because that's exactly what all these protests are about no they're not it's all about money 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 why? Gold, 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 gold. Like I told you, we're going back to the gold back dollar. We're going back to backed currency. No more funny money. And this is why we're having issues. This is why we're having issues with money. And this is why they're breaking down the rule of law. This is why they're bringing up stupid things like, hey, why aren't we printing Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? And Andrew Jackson is totally racist. We need to remove him. But um, before we get into all of that, before we get into the money conversation, before we get into that, let's get into uh, more stimulus payments, says uh, uh, the Trump administration. Take a listen.
9: Record new cases in some states. We need to look at how the coronavirus will impact the economy over the summer. We bring in Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia. Mr. Secretary, appreciate you taking the time. On a Saturday, uh, I remember sitting in this chair on a Saturday back in March when we were talking about 15 days of shutting down businesses to, quote, slow the spread. We're now in late June, almost July, and parts of Texas are shutting down once again. Is it time to admit that the economic effects of this and thus the economic subsidies to help with those are gonna to have to go on for a lot longer than we originally thought
10: well i think we did slow the spread and we did flatten the curve which was the objective of the measures that were taken uh... march april and, and through a lot of country in may too and we made tremendous progress both in containing the virus uh, and, uh, and, and also in building up our medical capacity so that there are flare-ups, Leland, we're ready to uh, contend with them. Um, we, we, we always knew the virus would still be around. We uh, are reminded uh, by what's going on in some cities that uh, it, there are uh, still circumstances that cause a call for care, caution, um c- because the virus is still here but we are uh, reopening uh, safely and successfully uh, throughout but the country putting millions of people Secretary, back to work
9: millions of people are going back to work there's also millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people now who have gone back to work who are not going to be able to go back to work anymore they're going to be employed by businesses that are going to have to shut down again i'm thinking in texas in florida there's talk of new shutdowns in arizona stay-at-home suggestions if not orders perhaps coming In Los Angeles. So is there going to need to be another round of PPP or the $600 unemployment top up insurance? Is that going to have to happen now?
10: Well, I think there's a need uh, above all, Leland, for people to continue to exercise self-discipline and caution, uh, social distancing, uh, masks in many circumstances. In terms of, uh, what might be done with further legislation, uh, some of the programs that you've mentioned are uh, going to expire at the end of July. Uh, I think there'll be discussions as that approaches about uh, whether additional measures are needed. The unemployment benefit you mentioned was a really important thing to be doing as we uh, close our economy, that $600 a week, additional federal benefit. Uh, But I think as we reopen the economy, uh, we're not going to want to continue that particular benefit. But I think there's a good discussion to be had about whether there are measures uh, we still will need.
9: You were down in Texas earlier this week talking to business leaders in Dallas. Here is what uh, noted Dallas businessman Mark Cuban uh, has to say about the situation there. Take a listen.
6: When there is a problem, you step up and you address the issue and you provide comfort and you provide details and you provide information to the citizens so that we can make the right
11: decisions about our health and the economy. He hasn't done that.
9: He the Cuban is referring to uh, is the president. I know you're going to take issue with that, but talk to me about what these business owners in Dallas were telling you. I can't imagine uh, that they view shutting down again as a viable option as the governor is ordering.
10: Uh, There, uh, again, is need to be careful about the virus but there's a lot of good stuff going on right now in our economy. And that was what a lot of my discussion with the business leaders was about. Uh, We put out a jobs report for May that was stupendous. We added two and a half million jobs. We're seeing consumer spending uh, rising, uh, record levels uh, increases. Same thing uh, with new home construction. So there are a lot of really positive signs. And I heard a lot of optimism about reopening and reopening safely. And that was was a conversation in Texas earlier this week. So I think, uh, again, uh, this week was also good for the American workers. The president signed a couple of orders. Monday signed that order to uh, suspend further... Uh, immigrant workers so we can get Americans uh, all back to work, Mm -hmm. and then Friday signed a really important order about uh, the federal government not requiring college degrees for jobs where they're not needed. You know, two-thirds of Americans don't have a college degree, and so this opens the federal government to more workers. So I think there are a lot of really good things going on, good for American workers, but the virus is still something we keep an eye on, obviously.
9: Interesting what you said about the college degrees. We're going to have you back to talk about that and what that might mean in those jobs. Uh, That'll make a difference
0: for us. Uh, Yeah, it will, because we're tired of career politicians. That's what's up. And that is what's going to happen. You're going to see it. The funny money is going to go. Everything's going to go. And, you know, breaking down the rule of law is exactly what they want to do in order to break us. They want us, the level-headed, common-sense people, the ones that actually have the guns, to say, okay, this is enough. They want us to snap. So we're not going to snap. We're just going to sit pretty, right?
8: of abraham lincoln in washington dc calling the image of a freed slave kneeling at lincoln's feet a monument to white supremacy as anti-racism demonstrations continue across the country our next guest
0: you did hear that correctly they say that the monument of abraham lincoln is racist the guy that abolished slavery is now
8: racist says those responsible for defacing and tearing down statues should be prosecuted quote to the fullest extent of the law house minority leader kevin mccarthy is here and i'm quoting you sir so what is it that you would like to see happen to those who are unlawfully tearing down those statues
6: I'd like to see them prosecuted. There's consequences for the actions they take. There are already um, laws on the books, but we need people to enforce them, the mayors across this country. And if they don't, I've introduced legislation that would withhold federal money to those cities who do not. You cannot continue to have this happen. And this isn't about George Floyd when you look at these statues of what they're doing. Look what happened in Madison. They took down Lady Freedom. They took down Hans, an immigrant who died, an abolitionist who died in the Civil War. But what happened in San Francisco? St. Sarah was taken down. Do you know in 2015, I prayed with Pope Francis, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden in front of St. Sarah? But you know whose district that's in? Nancy Pelosi's, and she has not said a word. Joe Biden has not said a word. That's why the mob continues. That's lawlessness. We believe in the rule of law and America has to stop this portion. You have a right to protest. Floyd has a right for justice. That's appalling what has happened to him. But those who loot, those who tear down statues, they should have consequences for their actions.
8: You felt compelled to write an opinion piece on this this week, Congressman, if you are asking, quote, where will they draw the line, which many are, it has become clear they won't. That's because they are mobs, you write. They aim to upend society, not reform it, as history shows tearing down statues is a symbol of revolution in all countries. What is your message there?
6: Message there is America has always strived to be a more perfect union. Mobs are out of control in this process. They do not strive to make us a more perfect union. Just did the actions in Madison. And they didn't stop there with statues. You know what else they did? They literally knocked out a Democrat state senator who stood with them. They knocked the individual out. That's what I believe when there are no lines. There are no lines. They're lawless in the process. They don't believe in a mission except for destruction. That's what we must stop so we have an ability to have a change of ideas, exchange those ideas and and strive to become that more perfect union and work to make sure that America is stronger. I'm looking for individuals who want to rebuild, renew and restore America. I know we're going through a perfect storm with COVID, with people out of work, with people out of school, but this is not an opportunity and should not allow that we break down the rule of law. We are better than that. And I think we can rise to an occasion to do something better.
0: And revolution is what they're claiming. Uh, All these uh, training camps that they're holding. I had the uh the uh what would I say the honor to observe Rashida leave have coffee and um talk to her phone bankers uh it is it is pretty incredible it's open to anyone they're desperate they need people to come out they need people that are insane or people that have no purpose and people that, you know, think, oh, what? I went to college and now people with no college degree can get a job. Well, you went to college for something like feminism or third world issues or what's the other one? Um, identity, women's studies. Your degree is garbage. It is actually garbage. You can do nothing with that degree. It's absolute rubbish what are you contributing to society by saying you understand Fen- feminism I'm a woman quite feminine myself okay and I could tell you uh, yeah I can do things myself but you know maybe I'm just traditional I like uh, a guy that can build things I like you know uh, a, a man that goes hunting I don't do soy boys and everyone's in 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 soy pants you know in in tight pants and kids kids. Kids are sitting there, you know, philosophizing about Marxism and how it was misunderstood rather than taking out their guns in the backyard and learning how to shoot. I mean, what has gone wrong here? Uh, Maybe it's because we have extra soy in in our water, in our diets. God knows. But the one thing is for sure. uh, It's not my America. And, uh, you know, we're seeing them trying to get ahead of reports that are going to be coming out from Durham. Remember, I was the one that told you that Durham was appointed by Sessions, not by Barr, because Durham's name was first dropped as a U.S. attorney looking into things in 2018 while they were questioning McCabe. And they said, oh, you mean Huber? He's like, nope, I mean Durham. You mean Huber? Nope, Durham. Take a listen to this.
5: After ...show hearing, and really, for the most part, not concentrating on anything that actually could help the American people.
1: So, so Congressman, what about that? If the Attorney General, William Barr, is subpoenaed, is this going to be another show? Is this going to be another waste of our time? And I ask you the same question that I asked your colleague, Doug Collins. How many hearings have you had on national security and on China versus the number of hearings you've had on investigating Donald Trump? The American people deserves to know what you and your colleagues are spending your time doing.
4: Maria, you're you're incredibly accurate. You know, this is going to be another show trial. And let's just look at it. A.G. Barr had every right, and so did the president, to fire that U.S. attorney because every U.S. attorney serves at the pleasure of the president, and by extension, the AG. So there's no there there. The Democrats are simply trying to discredit Attorney General Barr before the Durham report is released, and uh, and I think that's going to be very telling on what the Obama administration was doing, spying on the Trump campaign team. But you brought up an excellent point about China. We've been asleep for way too long, and China has exploited the situation. They're stealing our intellectual property. They're engaged in corporate espionage, everything from military to pharmaceuticals to quantum mechanics you name it these forced IP transfers back to mainland China and they're they're also engaging in dumping of natural resources and even steel aluminum you name it into US markets to take our market share no one has held China accountable Democrats are not taking them seriously at least House Republicans have the China task force which is taking a look at this but the Democrats are wasting their time with show with show hearings instead of asking actually helping the American people
0: well this is well let's stop for a second there we all know that the Republicans are sitting on their hands right now they're doing absolutely nothing they are keeping their mouths shut they're going you know they're rolling with anything they really are not doing what they're supposed to be doing let's be honest
1: outrageous in my view okay Philip Wegman this is the future of our children and our grandchildren and China and the Communist Party is trying to steal it and nobody in Congress is focused on this because every other day we're hearing more investigations into Donald Trump. First, it was the Russian nonsense that he was colluding. That was a three-year circus. Then it was the Ukraine uh, telephone call and an impeachment trial. When are they going to get to work and do what is important for the American people and, 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 and stop the theft of intellectual property and our grandkids and our kids' future?
4: Well, Marie, it's not everyone in Congress. There's 15 House Republicans on the China task force that okay. are looking on how to combat it. It's unfortunately that the Democrats, one, have not joined into that task force, even though Leader McCarthy invited them numerous times. And two, they're wasting all yeah. this time appeasing their far left radical base.
1: Go ahead, Philip Wegman, final word here.
3: Uh, Representative, uh, you hinted on this a second ago. I think it's interesting that uh, House Democrats are reversing where they were a second ago. Now they want to hear from the attorney general ahead of this report coming from Durham. It's going to be very interesting. And this is, seems like just one more uh, issue that is taking precedence over, you know, much more uh, important things like, like China eating the nation's lunch.
4: Philip, you're exactly correct. And they're trying to get out ahead of the Durham report because I believe that Durham investigation is going to show that the Obama administration and then Vice President Biden knew what was going on. And you had James Comey and what I call his merry band of never
0: in other words treason can you see why all this has happened because we can't let the people see the truth that's that's their motto we can't let the people see the truth and uh, you know that's what's astonishing uh, more than anything is that they don't want us to see the truth because they know how it's going to roll once that happens so you know I think it's time for like a little musical break totally love this song. It's almost as if the 80s were trying to tell us something, right? <laughs> they were. They were trying to tell us. You know, if the same effort was put into uh, tackling the problem of pedophilia that they put into supposed Black Lives Matter, the world would be indeed a better place. We see that we have people like, um, uh, you know, Jada Pickett-Smith coming out and claiming that, you know, this YouTube star made some racial comments. Well, what about the pedophilia? What about the fact that he was feeding phallic-shaped cookies to kids? This is disgusting. It is disgusting. And now National File is reporting... Gosh, I love Patrick Howley, seriously. Um, And I am so blessed to know him. You know, He's just incredible. I love him. But CPS in LA County is now trying to remove a child from a parent who tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, Someone else on Twitter just tweeted out that their friend went through a drive-through to get tested. Why would you do that? Why would you willfully just hand over your DNA? But anyway, they went. And because it took too long, they drove off. And then they got a call saying that they tested the positive when they never took the test. Pretty incredible, isn't it? That this is happening. But it's happening worldwide. It's not just here. And what they're doing is causing division and chaos purposely. Purposely. What we must never forget is that the governors of New York, Michigan, New Jersey, California, Pennsylvania murdered our elderly population by infecting them with coronavirus. Well, the flu. Highly potent, strong flu. Okay, aren't we supposed to be protecting those that are vulnerable? Aren't all these people that are thumping how vaccines are there to protect those that are most vulnerable? You know, because apparently if you're not vaccinated and but their kids are, you're still a danger. And if you're not vaccinated, you're going to harm people that can't get vaccinated because they're more vulnerable. (laughs) What a stupid argument. But anyway, regardless, that's the thing. We need to make sure that we remember that they knowingly and willingly killed off the elderly. OK, they knowingly and willingly killed them. OK, that's murder. That is called murder. Speaking of murder, you know, Justice uh, Roberts is showing his true colors on where he sits on what fence and what kind of uh, uh, things are going on. apparently uh, abortion. Uh, you know, they had rules in, if you remember in Louisiana, they put some rules down saying that, Hey, if you want to have an abortion, your doctor has to have privileges at the hospital at a nearby hospital, which would make sense. I mean, if you're going to go have an abortion, there might be complications. So wouldn't you want your doctor to have any privileges at a hospital nearby? I mean, a surgeon should be doing it, not someone that failed to get matched or, or, you know, just, you know, doesn't practice or is a nurse. You want a doctor doing it and apparently five to four they said they struck it down and justice thomas leading the way, god bless him he said the idea that the framers of the 14th amendment understood the due process clause to protect a right of abortion is farcical it's a joke our framers <laughs> would have never ever even conceive the notion of killing an unborn child something normal because this nation is unlike others this was founded with faith uh, right faith remember most of these people that came to the united states were seeking to run away from what religious and uh uh cast-y prosecution if you remember correctly right that's what's uh bizarre right that's what's bizarre that they're Trying to rewrite our history in front of our eyes and, and we're totally sitting back and letting them do it. And this is where all of us should be vocal and, and 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 call it the way it is. Rubbish. Rubbish. BS. That's what that's what it is. Complete and utter BS. I can't believe that you know someone would, would even attempt to say that they had abortion in mind. Jeez. Here's the report from Fox News this morning.
8: Number of Supreme Court rulings to come down, and we understand we have our first now. We have Fox News chief legal correspondent um, Shannon Bream, and the anchor of Fox News at night joining us now. Shannon.
2: Yeah, Melissa, excuse me, as I'm trying to read a little bit, um, but this is a big case we've been waiting on regarding an abortion law in Louisiana. It required doctors to have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals. The entire argument, essentially, well, there were two prongs to it, but the the main argument during this case was whether or not that was an undue burden, whether it would shut down clinics, leaving women in Louisiana with very few, maybe only one abortion clinic they could actually visit in-state to get this procedure done and so uh, what the court has decided 5-4 and it's a very fractured split vote but essentially the liberal wing of the party uh, of the court stuck together Uh, the chief justice john roberts also sided with them on some of the main points in their opinion the primary opinion by justice Breyer, and he was joined uh, by the more liberal wing Uh, the conservative wing um, sticks together under a number of dissents but primarily by justice thomas chief justice john roberts we believed he could be the swing vote in this case and it looks like he is siding with the five five four to strike down this law from Louisiana. Uh, The court talks about the fact that you have to look and see whether there are unnecessary health regulations that have the purpose or effect of presenting a substantial obstacle to women seeking an abortion, uh, whether they impose an undue burden on the right. Essentially, they went through the facts of this case and decided that what Louisiana had set up here, which was very similar to a Texas law they struck down just a few years ago, uh, cannot stand, it is not constitutional. It would leave women with very few or no options for abortion in Louisiana and created an undue burden. There was much discussion about whether this hospital admitting privilege actually does anything to help women in this scenario. Uh, Justice Ginsburg, I remember from the arguments, talked about the fact that women will come to these clinics, have an abortion, go home, uh, and their home may not even be near the clinic or the hospital where they would later be admitted or the doctor would have to have admitting privileges. So it's a long opinion, a lot to get through, but the bottom line is uh, this decision strikes down the Louisiana abortion law that put restrictions into place. Uh, The authors of the legislation said it was about protecting the women who visited these clinics to make sure that if they had procedures there. There were medical procedures in place that would allow them to get to a hospital if they needed to. The doctors would have those admitting privileges Uh, and many abortion doctors, as we found out in this case and many others that have been argued at the Supreme Court, many, if not most of them do not have admitting privileges at hospitals. It's just generally not part of the way their businesses are set up. So critics will say you tag them with that requirement. It then makes it really tough to get abortions under those particular conditions. So here, 5-4, the court has struck down that Louisiana abortion law. We'll continue to dig through and bring you more as we get it.
8: Shannon, real quick before you go, is this the outcome that was expected? I mean, I know you followed these things so closely.
2: Yeah, you know what, I gotta say, because they struck down a very similar law in Texas just three, four years ago, uh, you would think, what's changed since then? Well, uh, the makeup of the court has changed. The facts of the case were very similar. Uh, There were some differences, but folks were saying, listen, they struck this down, this Texas law, um, just a handful of years ago. Why would this Louisiana law then survive? Um, we had often thought that the chief justice could be the swing vote in this case. So it appears that is the case, but not knowing which way he was going to go left us with a lot of ambiguity after hearing these arguments as to whether or not this Louisiana law would survive. He's cast his vote with the liberal wing of the court. And that means by five, four, uh, the statute.
0: I seriously can't wait till Barack Hussein Obama is impeached and we can just undo all these clowns that he appointed. It, it happens instantly. Anyone he appointed is removed instantly. Now let's go to live where we have our press secretary making her statements today.
12: Take a listen. Men in federal court for attempting to tear down the statue of Andrew Jackson in Lafayette Square. The FBI has over 200 open domestic terrorism investigations ongoing. A.G. Barr has created a task force on violent anti-government extremists led by the U.S. Attorney's Office in New Jersey and the U.S. Attorney's Office in Northern Texas. With 200 Trump-appointed judges confirmed, the rule of law will be upheld. Democrats at at all levels, federal, state, and local, have done nothing. Senate Democrats blocked bipartisan police reform. Minnesota's Democrat governor failed to urgently deploy the National Guard. It took President Trump uh, for that to eventually happen, his suggestion and the ultimate uh, descendants into chaos there in Minneapolis. Three Democrat Minneapolis council members voted to abolish the police while they themselves were getting a private security detail that's quite rich. Democrat mayor of Seattle called the chop zone, the autonomous zone, uh, the summer of love. It is anything but that with one dead, multiple shootings and desperate pleas for help unanswered by business owners and others.
0: And it looks like a cesspool. It's been graffitied and torn apart. I mean, hey, all those properties, that are, they are owned by someone. I'm pretty sure they should be asking for a refund for any property taxes and city taxes they pay since uh, the taxes that they pay for protection and ensuring safety are... Pfft, not being executed so that's where you ask for money back this is where people use the courts if you're paying taxes to have police protect you if you're paying for sewage garbage cleanup just basic hygiene stuff no graffiti stuff like that you know and to be able to walk outside of your home apartment or run your business in a safe environment because you're paying taxes for that
12: and you don't get it You deserve a refund, if not a payout, too. Eleven people were shot in 12 hours this weekend in the Democrat-run New York City, and 61 people were shot in Democrat-run Chicago, and 15 fatally killed a Democrat state, a Democrat city. President Trump stands against defunding our brave police officers, caving to mob rule, and cancel culture, which seeks to erase our history. Let's be clear. The rampant destruction of statues is not a part of any ideology, but this anarchy is aided by failed Democrat leadership. And as President Trump has tweeted, these statues, quote, are great works of art, but all represent our history and heritage, both the good and the bad. It is important for us to understand and remember, even in turbulent and difficult times, and to learn from them. So let's stand for law and order, for peace in our streets, and against anarchy. This is President Trump's vision for the future. And with that, I'll take questions. Kristen. Thank you, Kaylee. Um, I know you
2: said that President Trump was never briefed on these reports uh, about the Russian bounties and
12: whatnot, but, but can you say that he was briefed today? Look, I'll say this, that uh, the U.S. receives thousands of reports a day on intelligence, and they are subject to strict scrutiny. While the White House does not routinely comment on alleged intelligence or internal deliberations, the CIA director, NSA, National Security Advisor, and the chief of staff can all confirm that neither the president nor the vice president were briefed on the alleged Russia, Russian bounty intelligence. But has he been since briefed since all of these reports came out? So let me back up and say this, um, that there is no no consensus within the intelligence community on these allegations and uh and, in effect there are dissenting opinions from some in the intelligence community with regards to the veracity of what's being reported um, and the veracity of the underlying allegations continue to be evaluated and
2: one more question if i could uh is he upset that this intelligence was reportedly shared with the british government but not him
0: there you go bingo so british government molly fee and all this bs so this is where you know where it's going damn the crown is shrieking but we have deemed ourselves king of freedom so and queen of freedom so here we go at battle royale right here game of thrones this is where they're pushing it like anybody in their right mind Would never, ever even believe. Oh, yeah, you know, the Russians are totally paying the Taliban to kill U.S. troops. No, they wouldn't. (laughs) They don't want to cause more fights there. They want the Taliban to shut up and stay quiet. Because if I was Putin, I'd be like, all right, let's, like, fix this globalist problem. And then I'll take back... Portions of, uh, you know, Afghanistan that I believe is mine. If he really wanted to, like, take it over. He really doesn't care. He's got enough land. He doesn't really care anymore. They squashed it. The Russian jihad was over. It's done. They're mortal enemies. They don't talk. End the story. Period. What we need to focus on is the globalist and Nur Said, right? Uh, Kazakhstan. I mean, tch, look at that coming into focus. So quick, quick, quick. But, you know... Uh, Intelligence, of course, intelligence that the New York Times only gets, which obviously the pipe leak and these fake news are running out of where? Oh, the International Office
12: of the State Department. What is Mike Pompeo doing? I have no further comment on that, other than to just point you back to the two assertions that I made previously. Thank Kristen, thank you, Kaylee. How could the president
2: not be briefed on the Russia bounty story? Was he out of the loop
12: by his own intelligence community? No, as I noted, um, there was not a consensus among the intelligence community, and in, in fact, there were dissenting opinions within the intelligence community, and it would not be elevated uh, to the president until it was verified.
0: President Trump tweeted overnight, "Intel
10: just spoke to me. What specifically does that mean? Who spoke?" To him. uh, Did that person in fact give the president a full briefing in that conversation? So I have no
12: further details on the president's private correspondence. Tell us who's coming to the White House today and who's going to brief those lawmakers. So um, what I can tell you about that is that last night the chief of staff Mark Meadows called um, both Senator McConnell um, and Congressman Hoyer and and said that he would be briefing um, eight members um, from the committees of jurisdiction. Um, So there was a bipartisan invitation extended, but no further details other than that. Is that operation going to happen today, Kaylee. Yes, it was ongoing at the time when I came out here, or at least it had started, I think, 30 minutes prior to me coming out here. Are they ever going to come to the White House? I just want to be clear about what's happening. Members of Congress have come or coming to the White House? Yes. Kaylee.
2: Okay, I have two questions. One, isn't it concerning that there was even a hint of credibility to this report that the Russians were offering to pay Taliban-linked militants to kill American troops, and the President was not told about it? Has the National Security Advisor or anyone explain why they didn't think it rose to the level that the Commander-in-Chief should find out about it. So
12: intelligence is verified before it reaches the President of the United States. um, And in this case, it was not verified. Um, I would note this, though. um, When... The, the president, there's no stronger advocate for our servicemen and women than President Trump. He never hesitates to act um, when there is a threat to our servicemen and women. For example, in, in Syria in 2018, um, when dozens dozens of Russian mercenaries were killed in retaliatory, defensive U.S.-led strikes. Um, so when our advers- adversaries have directly targeted U.S. or coalition partners, the president has not hesitated to act, but this was not briefed up to the president because it was not, in fact, verified. So has to be
2: verified, but not everything in his daily briefings or in the presidential daily brief—that's the written document—is
0: airtight. They now, how, did, how does she know that? How does she know what's airtight and what's not? This is so rubbish. It's like the media knows intelligence. Now, tell us who you're talking to. Tell us who you're talking to, because there's not one soldier that has served in Afghanistan that'll tell you that the Russians. Are I'm sorry, I can't. They just think the world is full of stupid. Now, I just wanted to say um before we get into big tech i want to talk about big tech i just want to hit coronavirus right quick so we're seeing that they're trying to push this second surge we had fraud fauci say oh i don't think it's happening you know the mask is now symbolic but people are really trying to push the second surge and the concerns that i have i had a, a very very good friend of mine that lives in north dakota actually go to the doctor uh she felt sick and the uh healthcare institution refused uh to to examine her and treat her unless she took a COVID test. Now, for me, that sounds really off. Uh, you know, she was very adamant, but she had to cave because she felt sick. In the end, she was COVID negative and had just an pneumonia. But the the bottom line here is so what happened to the oath that, you know, doctors take if they refuse treatment because you refuse to get tested or to check you or to do anything to you that's actually against the law they should lose federal funds like i am furious because here's the other thing Now, there have been multiple reports, and I talked about this in March when they were doing these, uh, uh, starting up these testing things, how coronavirus test kits are actually infected with coronavirus. I've talked about this before. I also told you what a hoax it was right before the shutdown. Told you big hoax, looked at it. It's man-made, it's just the flu, on steroids, and it's highly specific for specific changes in genetic code. More than likely, the genetic code that has been altered with previous flu vaccinations, because we know that the flu vaccines change your DNA, they actually change your DNA, because most people that have been infected are what people that have received the flu vaccine from influenza A or B, and most people went through a mild case of COVID being uh, sick they only tested positive for influenza B um, even though it wasn't COVID I gave the example of the radiologist at Mount Sinai was it or was it Sloan Kettering I think one of the two big hospitals where he went in they told him he had influenza B he went home he came back to work suddenly he was sick again and it turned out it was never influenza B it was coronavirus all along and it was just attenuated and that's because most doctors Doctors and nurses are forced to get the flu vaccine. Maybe he got the wrong cohort. Uh, you know, he's he's a dispensable type of person. <laughs> so here we are with Bloomberg uh, just today uh, releasing that global virus deaths top uh, you know half a million in the whole world. That's actually a fraction of what the flu claims globally every year. Okay. So this is something to hear. I
13: can't tell you exactly how many, but I think uh, we're seeing the beginning of that right now in in Texas, um, Arizona and Florida, among others, um, reversing some of the initial decisions that were made too hastily to reopen and rethinking the idea that, uh, you know, young people are invulnerable to this disease.
2: So, um, Joshua, what exactly happened? Did we open too quickly in
1: certain states or did we open badly in certain states?
13: Uh, We opened too quickly. I mean, it was obvious. Even the White House guidance wasn't being followed. The White House guidance was the number of cases should be going down. Things should really be moving in the right direction.
0: Okay, so it just so happens that where there's going to be Trump rallies in the RNC, there's a huge spike in coronavirus. You know what's odd? And I find really ridiculous. So we're in the United States of America. We're supposed to be first world, right? Right? And apparently washing your hands, social distancing, wearing masks helps this. But supposedly we're lead in dying, right? So what are they trying to say? That we're all nasty and dirty? Because third world countries aren't having the numbers we're having. Why not? Why not? How come the Africans that don't have clean water, right? Tons of areas in Africa that don't have clean water don't have coronavirus. How come they're not dying from Wait a minute. What about India, where people literally rent a piece of sidewalk to sleep on and bathe in a river of sewage? How come they're not getting coronavirus? You know what? They they wash their hands better? Ivory soap not good. You know, what, what's Irish spring not good enough? What do we all have to go to, you know, bath, body and beyond to get fancy soaps to be clean? I mean, what's the problem? What is not making sense? How are third world countries not dropping like flies, right? But we are. The, the, use your noodle. Use the six inches between your ears. How does this even make sense that we have so many casualties, but yet third world nations are not? And, they, and most of them don't have even clean water. They don't. So think, think. How come we're all just getting corona? I mean, we're having presidential elections. Maybe they're not. So that could be the reason, right?
13: And, and that capabilities to respond to outbreaks should really be in place before you start reopening, particularly before you start reopening, you know, each level, one on top of the other. Um, but the states just plowed forward and there was sort of a moment where governors just felt like, you know This was the right thing to do. The virus was just sitting there ready to do its thing And that's what the virus has done. You get people into bars and the virus is going to spread quite a bit
2: We understand from the US Health Secretary Alex Azar that the window is closing on halting the spread Is it too late? What measures need to be put in place now to get a handle on the situation?
13: I'll be honest, I'm not sure, you know, exactly what Secretary Azar is talking about. I think he should have been much more vocal.
0: Oh this is uh this is John Hopkins you know the one that was showing these crazy numbers the one that abides by coronavirus stipulations where if um you fell out of a plane and died but may have you know antibodies for coronavirus you died of coronavirus if a shark ate you and you know someone rips that shark apart and you come out and you had coronavirus at some point your death was documented as coronavirus These are the clowns telling us that our secretary doesn't know what he's talking about. And these are the clowns that are trying to convince you that third world countries that don't have clean water don't have as many coronavirus deaths as we do. Right. They don't because we're getting it because we're all hanging out together. We're all going to bars and we're all having rallies. You know, Joe Biden can't go to a rally. I mean, he needs his deep fake videos. I mean, we see it because he's senile. He can't think. everything's (laughs) everything's just this is you know I, i i think i'm laughing because i'm so pissed that it's so blatant and people are sitting back listening to people like this Sharfstein guy, Sharfstein, Sharfstein. And, the, and possibly because, you know, I can time travel and I already know how it works out. And it's like, why are we, can we just fast forward, please? Cause I don't want to see this. I really don't. I prefer just knowing that there was some stuff going on and then it got better uh, because in the end it gets better. It gets better because it's money, money, money. That's their problem. And what have I said about gold? This is their problem right? This is their problem. We have gold. Trump took it all from Venezuela. Trump hoarded it all. Russia has tons of it in surplus. China has as well. And they've been supposedly selling it. Remember in 2018, I was here reporting to you how they were catching gold being smuggled from Africa through Turkey, along with uranium, of course, through Iran. They've been moving it and moving it. Why? Because they know exactly what President Trump is going to do. But unfortunately for them, it's now been discovered that many of these gold bars are actually metal coated in gold. And nobody realized it until they went to melt it down see when we go back into time and we think of a time of a strong economy we think of a time where your money meant something it wasn't the monopoly man with the monocle well by the way right now people are saying monopoly man never had a monocle (laughs) go figure on timeline switch right there but this is where we're at we have People sitting there. Now we have this Sharfstein who looks really uncomfortable, right? He's obviously taken a picture off his wall while being interviewed from Bloomberg. Don't know what that is about. Sitting there telling the world that nobody knows what they're talking about. And as you congregate, and if you're coming in contact with people you're going to die it's something called herd immunity I have an immune system maybe not the best considering you know that you know I have an ailment survivish wise but I have an ailment and I would be more vulnerable I'm also a smoker so I'd totally be more vulnerable but the one thing that I haven't done is uh, gone and gotten a flu shot Uh, so I think I'm safe because I made sure my DNA wasn't switched up and even working in the hospital I would make sure to get flu, <laughs> flu shots on paper. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I, look, the bottom line is all of this is coming out. People are waking up. This is a moment where people are taking a step back and they're just looking at things. They're like, all right, man, like this is way too crazy. Seriously, way too crazy. Way too crazy for me right now. Uh, this is happening, that's happening. Come on, man. And, and Congress, for four years, what have they been doing? Oh, we're going to impeach him. Ooh, we're going to impeach that. Mm, really? That's all? That's why you were elected? To just impeach him? That was your job? No, it wasn't. It was to do something for the people. So look at their record. What have they done? Nothing. Why? Because all these clowns that are sitting in office, both Republican and Democrat, come December, will have zero dollars in their bank account because it won't count for anything. Pelosi has a lot to lose because visa, well, fiat. So erase debt. Done. This is why I don't care that we're spending like crazy. Let's spend, spend, spend. No one's printing any coins. Soon we're not going to be printing any dollars either. Because it's all going to change all of it and when we see the new sexy looking dollars that say back by," oh can't wait that is exactly what we need to see and we need to see it pretty quick but i told you you're gonna have to wait till like february 22nd 23rd 24th of 2021 to see the final cut of you know this show that we've all been partaking in this show this facade this ridiculous push now Big tech is coming under scope real quick. Take a listen to this, because now Barr is actually moving for a full antitrust investigation that's coming up with a lawsuit.
1: Senior judicial analyst, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, good to see you. Uh, the conflicts are only getting bigger in terms of government versus uh, big tech here. How do you see it?
11: Well, I don't see this as an antitrust violation. And the, and the news reports over the weekend that the Attorney General, Bill Barr, has directed the antitrust division to draft uh, some sort of an antitrust complaint against big tech and argue that their exclusion of conservative, libertarian, socially conservative voices from their platforms somehow violates the antitrust laws. Now, antitrust laws are are violations of economic principles, any contract or combination, meaning they'd have to do this in concert with each other, in restraint of interstate trade that affects prices would be an antitrust violation. But they're going to run into, that is the, the DOJ, if they do this, are going to run into a brick wall called the First Amendment because this is all about speech. We may not like the judgment calls that Mark Zuckerberg will make or that Twitter makes but they have the freedom to do so and the government cannot interfere with that freedom. The best thing that, and and I share a lot of uh, Congressman Nunes' complaints. I myself, as far as I know, uh, have not been taken off, but I have friends who have. The the remedy under antitrust laws is more competition The not. The remedy is not government regulation of speech. That's what I think the courts would do with any effort by the DOJ to get get involved.
1: Judge, they they call themselves platforms and they have not been acting like platforms. It's not a platform that you've got all this different speech uh, on that platform, right? Because they are deciding not to put conservative speech there. So if you're not a platform, then you would you would expect that they would lose that protection that they can't get sued.
11: Well, the protection that they have is uh, is from a statute. And quite frankly, there's... there's
0: Yeah, section 230. So are you a publisher or not? Obviously acting like publishers. Obviously not a shield anymore and that's what we need to take away from them. Big tech has gotten out of hand and yes we do not need government regulation. What we need to is put a cap on how much they can own because remember Alphabet Inc has absorbed every single little tech company, every single little facet of the internet Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine yards. They've taken over that way they can de-platform in silence and pull the tongue out of those that want to speak against them. I mean that is the foundation of social. Socialism. Socialism demands monopolies, and through monopolies, you can silence dissidents. That's the bottom line. So that's what we need to fix, pretty much. So today's Monday. One more day left of this month. July third. The president is going to be at Mount Rushmore. I'm a little bit worried about that. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. Only on Red State Talk Radio. God bless.